Welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment Podcast with the team at Mach 1 Financial Group. The Mach 1 Market Moment Podcast starts now. You're listening to Mach 1 Market Moment with a team from Mach 1 Financial Group. Joining me today here on the program is Mike Frost, financial advisor and money coach at the Mach 1 Financial Group team, serving you here in Northwest Arkansas. You can find them online at Mach1Financial.com. That's Mach1Financial.com. Or you can give them a jingle at 479-876-2100. That's 479-876-2100. Mike, welcome back to the program. Thank you for being here. Thanks, Mark. Glad to be here. I appreciate your time as always. And I got a fun question and topic for you to talk about today. DIY. Okay, so DIY is a pretty popular thing across the country here. You know, we got all these shows, you know, do it yourself, right? We got all these different things that are happening, you know, do it yourself, flipping a house, working on your yard, all this kind of stuff. So I wanted to talk about when DIY works and doesn't work from the financial or retirement planning side. Because I don't know about you, Mike, but I could probably try to build my deck on the back porch. But I don't do it every day, and it's probably going to be not very good versus hiring someone who builds a deck every day, right? Correct, Mark. And I'm with you. There's a lot of things that I do it for myself at my home that's within my realm that I can do my expertise. Right. But there's a lot of things that I leave to the professionals. Yeah, absolutely. Again, my daddy used to always say to me, Mike, he would say, do what you do best, son, and then hire the rest. <laughs> and uh, I always thought that was good advice because you can't, I mean, there's some people who are jack of all trades, I guess, but I'm not one of them. So let's talk about from that financial aspect, Mike, when DIY works and when it doesn't. So if you have someone come in for a consultation and a review and they don't have a financial advisor, what do you often find are the reasons, just a few maybe, why they have been taking that DIY approach? Well, a lot of times they feel like they're confident enough. They feel like they're market savvy enough. And they may have some skills or experience that's worked for them in the okay. past. Sometimes they don't want to pay for advice or an advisor to do that. And a lot of times it's almost like a decision fatigue. They don't know and they just don't want to take the time to ask the right questions to go. And so they just do it on their own. That's a good point. I like that uh, decision fatigue. Sometimes we call that uh, paralysis by analysis, right? <laughs> Where we have so many options we can Google that you kind of get lost in things. A lot of times I, I'm wondering with the DIY approach, if people sometimes are just uncomfortable with having those conversations because they're just not sure about the answers. And again, I think that kind of falls into the Google array, but it's one of those deals where you have to have those conversations. So if someone has been managing their own money, and I will say this, with the market being pretty good overall the last 10 years on a pretty good run, it is a little easier if you're in the accumulation phase, right, Mike, than it is if you're transitioning to the preservation and distribution phase we call retirement. Yeah, you see a lot of younger investors, you know, they're probably doing 401ks and things like that and picking their own mutual funds or right. whatever inside their 401k. And, and as you said, the markets have done fairly well over the recent past. And so they see their gains is like, you know, this is we can do this. But to your point, when they get closer to retirement and they got to start making some decisions like, OK, where do I roll this 401k? Right. Uh, how, how do I start taking distributions? What is an RMD required minimum distribution? When do I you know, ask for Social Security, sign up for Social Security, Medicaid, Medicare? How does all this fit together? And when they start seeing those things, stare them in the face, 
then it's like, I need to talk to somebody that knows something about this. Yeah. And are those some of the common triggers? I guess we would probably be looking at more of a pre-retiree age, maybe folks 50 and over, maybe even 45 or so, but somewhere between 45 and 55, that's when they're starting to really think, okay, I've maybe been doing this by myself, but it's starting to get a little bit more complicated as I get closer to retirement. And there's a lot of little check boxes. You mentioned Social Security, for example. There is a ton of things to think about and consider when it comes to that. That because you can only activate it the one time. Now, they do give you the year to make a change, but basically no one ever does that because you got to pay the money back. So is, do you find that's a big catalyst or a big trigger to come in and have that conversation? Very interesting, Mark, because we just did a seminar last night. And we had over 40 people there, okay. that, and they were all in the 50-plus age range, and it was about Social Security. Okay. And all the ins and outs of Social Security, when to take it, not to take it, can I claim on my spouse, what if I've been divorced, all of those things. And you need somebody that has a little bit of expertise in there to help guide you through that path, or it's very easy to pick the wrong checkbox, as you said, and then some of those things are irrevocable. Once you make a choice, you can't go back. That's right. You said, mentioned earlier, you have that one year, but if it's past that year, you're pretty much stuck with it for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. And I heard that story, you know, I, I do a lot of uh, talking on the radio with different folks across the country and I heard that story, you know, and it's always one of those things you forget about that you always hear for social security, you set it, once you set it, you're locked in. And there is that small caveat that within the first year you can make a change and you can change your decision. However, you do have to pay money back if that is uh, required. And I always hear the joke, like whoever wants to pay money back to the government, we, we already got to pay them as it is for taxes. So no one ever wants to do that. So you really want to have that conversation with your financial advisor about the different triggers or different catalysts that may be on your mind when it comes to transitioning from a DIY person into working with an advisor. And Mike, I wanted to touch on the fact that you mentioned sometimes it's really just about the fees. People are thinking, well, if I get an advisor, I'm going to have to pay fees and I don't pay any if I'm a DIYer. Well, that's not really true either, is it? That is not true, Mark, and it's a great point because if you're investing outside of a 401k or actually in a 401k as well, most of those, if not all of them, are mutual funds. Mm -hmm. And every mutual fund has fees, and some are more expensive than others, but they're hidden. So it's hard for you to go find. Whenever you deal with an advisor, a reputable person, they're going to tell you right up front, this is what the fees are, this is what it's going to be, and there's nothing hidden. Here at Mach 1, when we work with an individual, we always show them, here's the fees, and we when we quote them, here's what we think your portfolio can deliver over a year, two years, whatever. We always quote that net of fees. So we're all straight up front. Everybody knows what's going on. And again, you're paying fees already. You just may not realize you're paying fees. Yeah, there's no free lunches. That's another thing my dad taught me when I was a kid, right? <laughs> there's always going to be some fee associated. And I think a great question to really ask, if you're a DIYer and you do want to have a conversation with a financial advisor like the team at Mach 1 Financial Group, a great question that you can ask about fees is, you know, what are the fees and what is the value that I'm getting for those fees? Because just like anything in life, right? I mean, you can go to McDonald's and get a cheap cheeseburger or you can go someplace and get a really expensive one. Do you feel like the really expensive one was worth it? You know, so, I mean, you know, make that analogy however you want, but the value for those fees sometimes is very important. Well, you're listening to the Mach 1 Market Moment. There's more to come here today. We're talking about being a DIYer and when it works in uh, retirement planning and when it doesn't. And on the show here with me is Mike Frost. He is a financial advisor and money coach at Mach 1 Financial Group. 
and they're serving you here in the Northwest Arkansas area. You can get yourself onto the calendar to come in for a complimentary review by calling 479-876-2100. That is 479-876-2100. Hey, Mark, you know, we were just talking about the ages of the folks that come into Mach 1 when they're DIYers. One thing we'd like to recommend as well, the sooner, the better. And and that's not a self-serving thing. That's for the individual because the choices you can make early on in your career can really have a huge impact on the amount of taxes that you'll be liable for in retirement. For example, if you have way too much money in a 401k, you don't have any Roth IRA money, your Social Security income could be taxed up to 85% of that Social Security income could be subject to tax if we don't do the correct tax planning and have your portfolio in the right assets and in the right tax treatment. So we highly recommend young folks. Uh, We had a couple in here this past week in their mid-30s doing a great job but we've got to get them diversified as far as their tax treatment. Too much money in a 401k, it sounds crazy, but it could be a bad thing for you in retirement when we could possibly get it in different areas and really mitigate some of the tax issues you may have during retirement. No, great point to make here on the program. And uh, you're listening to Mike Frost from Mach 1 Financial Group. We're having a conversation about being a DIYer. And, you know, uh, Mike, based on the time here, I think I've got one more question I want to go through with you. What are just in general, then, if you want to give us a couple of the most common retirement planning mistakes that people tend to make when they are trying to handle it themselves? We touched on Social Security being one. We touched on the 401k. Is there any other kind of common mistakes that really jump out at you when people first come in and they've been handling it all themselves? Mark, great question. And we really don't focus on the mistakes. Okay. We really want to say, okay, where are they today? Where do they want to get to? What do they have? And we work to solve the issue from getting from point A to point B. But if we were to say, okay, what are some of the things like, oh, shoot, I didn't know that. Uh Well, you know, when you're investing in the stock market, you really don't think about market volatility. Everybody says, well, the market has averaged 12% over the last 70 years. Yeah. But what happened in 2008? What happened in 2002? Mm -hmm. And if you retired in 2009 and your portfolio lost 40% in 2008, you're probably not going to get to retire. So we talk about things like that, things that people just like, if you don't peel the onion back a little bit and see. What about the future taxes? We know we mentioned that. Decisions you make can be irrevocable. We talked about the Social Security piece. Mm -hmm. A lot of them plan for the best case scenario and not the worst case scenario. Ah, great point. Yeah. What if a spouse dies? What if they lose their job when they're 55 or 60? What if they become disabled? Do they have the right amount of insurance? And we sell some life insurance here, but that's not what we're about. We want you to be protected. So we do a holistic plan. We talk about your entire situation, not just your investments, to make sure that you're prepared. When you get to retirement, it's going to be what you expect it to be. Well, Mike, I like the way you put that, that we don't focus on the mistakes. And I guess the way I worded that question was kind of taking this from the the lay person standpoint, like I am and a lot of our listeners are, is what are the things to look out for? But I do appreciate the positive spin on that. I guess maybe what I was looking for is a couple of other uh, targets, and I think you brought up some really good ones. And the one that I didn't hear, and I just want to get your thoughts real quick, we got about a minute left, is inflation. Do a lot of times the DIYers overlook inflation? Because I know that would be a pretty easy one to skip over. You're absolutely right. And the software we use, Mark, it builds that in automatically. So, but people think, hey, I've got a million dollars now. That's going to be fine. Well, what's going to be like, you know, 10, 20 years from now? Right. 
you know, a million dollars, you divide it by 20 years, that's about $50,000 a year if my math is correct. So it's like, oh, wait a minute. So <laughs> yeah, you got to take into account inflation. A gallon of gas costs a whole lot more today than it did 10 years ago. So you have to do that. I think there's one other piece that some people miss, Mark, okay. and that's what debt does to them in retirement and pre-retirement. And the sooner they can get out of that debt and get things paid off, the better. And some people come in and says, you know, I got $300,000 in the bank. Should I pay my house off? We always ask them the question, if you had your house paid off, would you borrow money and put it in the bank? Hmm. And most people say, well, no, that'd be crazy. Well, what's the difference? So get your debt paid off and then use your income to really drive your investments and your retirement savings. So th that's another a big one we see almost always people carrying debt up and into retirement. Well, there you go, folks. A lot of great content, a lot of great information here today on the Mach 1 Market Moment with Mike Frost joining us from Mach 1 Financial Group. If you've got questions or concerns of your own and you'd like to get yourself onto the calendar for a no-cost, no-obligation consultation, you can call 479-876-2100. That's 479-876-2100. You can find the team online at Mach1Financial.com. Again, that is Mach onefinancial.com and as always we appreciate you listening to the Mach 1 Market Moment. Mike, thanks for your time and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Mark. This has been the Mach 1 Market Moment 479-876-2100. Advisory services through Capel Advisory Solutions, LLC, DBA Fusion Capital Management. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the potential loss of principal. Please see full disclosures at www.mock-1financial.com.